Hello, and welcome to Writer's Block, a writing podcast for writing your book from start to finish. I'm Rebecca. I'm Becky. I'm Brianna. And I'm Sterling. And we're going to continue our writing group discussion by giving you a sample of what our writing group is like. For this sample writing group session, I let my writing group read the first chapter of this book that I pitched in earlier episodes. Its working title is The Many Guises of Vidya Kalidas. So yeah, I guess we'll just go ahead and start the critique. (laughs) Well, usually with our writing group, we start with positives first. So anywho, I think this is a really strong start to start to your story. Like, I like the voice of the character. Um, I, I agree, Brianna. I think this is a, a very strong start to a story. I think you characterized Vidya really, really well and her sister. Um, I, I think sometimes you your characters kind of circle around who they are for a little while in your drafts. But I think you came right out of the gate with Vidya, Diane, um, even their father, um, and some, and somewhat of the kingdom as a character too. Um, the counselors kind of like what they do as a whole. Um, they all felt very strong as characters. We knew who they were. We knew what they wanted. Um, or at least knew who they were. So like Vidya makes a lot of jokes. Diane is very naive. It sounds like her, her father is, uh, doting, but also, uh, just a little bit abusive actually. Um, but still the the point is all of these characters that you introduced, like it was really strongly evident who they were and what they wanted. And, uh, I think you nailed the characters really quickly this time. Yeah, I agree. Right out the gate. I knew who video was and that was really awesome. And I love the voice. I don't quite get it. What's going on as much with the father, but I'm withholding like, judgment until we have more chapters because again this this was the prologue in chapter one so we're just we're just getting started i'm excited to see what happens next <laughs> i'm definitely very intrigued about the father because first we have this you tell us right out that he's going to attempt to remove her from the throne but then we see him being like worried and like well you know kind take taking care of her. So it's like, that's a very interesting dichotomy here, but contrast. Yes. It's very interesting contrast there. Like it could go badly or it could go work really well, but yeah, we'll see. And I, and I think the contrast with the father uh, is really well set up by how simply you give the familial history and how the, the mother and the father, the king and queen are just adamant that video will get the throne that she's the heir apparent, that she's going to be queen and doesn't matter what anybody else says. So when you end the, I think you end the prologue with the twist that the father is going to try and remove her from the throne by assassinating her. Cause she's just been tried to be, she's been uh, dealing with assassination attempts for her whole life. Right. So the fact that you end this familial history of him fighting for his daughter to be queen to he's removing her. I do want to clarify. I did not mean to imply that he was going to assassinate her. It's it's removed her from the throne, but that's maybe something I should look at because it did kind of feel like he was going to assassinate her. Yeah. Like, like, yes, you did phrase the 
sen- on the sentence level, like it is phrased correctly, but since the buildup is so like clearly, and I could have died, and I could have died, and I could have died. It, it it the remove the the phrasing remove me from the fr- throne almost feels euphemistic. I see. Okay. Yeah, and it, it felt like it was very much in her voice to be euphemistic about that. Something you could do if you don't want to change that too much is add in an instance amongst the assassination attempts where someone tries to remove her from the throne, but without killing her. I don't know how that would work, but that's prescriptive, of course, but that might be interesting um, depending on how you set up this instance of her trying to be removed from the throne. That, That makes the whole chapter one read a little bit differently, though. Now I'm looking at it. Yeah, so can I just say this is why writing group is good because <laughs> that was not my intent. And um, I can totally see how you guys got that from reading it. So I'll have to work on that. A- anyways, her dad does not try to kill her. So <laughs> uh, be at rest about that, I guess. Um, as far as critiques, uh, the only the only thing that I, I really struggled with was the um, time period whether it's set in our world um, and a little bit of how naive Diane is like she's seen her sister be assassinated, tried to be assassinated. Like what is it like four or five times that she mentions and Dan's been around for pretty much all of them. The fact that she still doesn't think people mean any harm. I would have expected there to be dozens of attempts on Diane's life too, along the way. Because it would have put Vidya in a position to be assassinated even better while she's emotional and, and distraught at her sister's death. So um, I'm not sure how they get from 7 to 18 in Vidya's years without Diane having just as much a cynical point of view as her sister. Um, or at least a little bit more of a cynical view than she has. But the time period in the history, whether it's here on, on our world and stuff, that that'll get will eventually fill out as you go throughout the world. Uh, But that one especially was, I just wasn't sure how she got to be so naive. It's a great contrast. I love the contrast between her and Vidya, but it's still, I'm not quite sure how she got there. Oh, I, I'm also a little lost in time on this one. We had the setup of them wearing togas, but then we're later told that that's like an old, a fashion of antiquity. But that could, for Vidya's present, that could mean literally anything. The only thing we know is that she would normally be wearing a dress. <laughs> that stands upon its own. I, I loved that detail, by the way. It makes me think she's like, would be wearing like a farthingale, like maybe something 16th century or, but I, I don't know that. Um. Yeah, actually setting is something... I was going to ask you guys if that was confusing. So uh, that that is hard to, to figure out how to do that right in the first chapter. But yeah, I think I should probably sprinkle in more hints about what kind of time period I'm going for in this first chapter. Well, and, and some of the things that I did wonder about while I was thinking about the time period was just like, what does the palace look like that they live in? Is it just a manor? Is it a mansion or is it a castle? Um, Little things like that could also help with the time period. But I did wonder about those details as well. Yeah. Yeah, Some more setting description would help. 
also like she's wearing a toga for this painting thing, but maybe you could describe what the other people around them are wearing, like the servants and the king when he comes by and the duke. That might help too. One thing that I, I do apologize, my editor brain has been turned on a lot lately because I'm editing for clients. And so there was like two paragraphs where I made a bunch of suggestions on the Google Doc. I don't usually do that. So I'm sorry about that. My editor brain just wouldn't let me move on. Um, That's okay. I can always use some grammar critiques too. <laughs> oh, something I've noticed, I never realized that I do wrong is couple of. You're supposed to say couple of, like always. I just always say couple, a couple this or a couple that. Anyways, um, irrelevant. <laughs> I, I noticed that because I, I got Grammarly on my computer now. And it's like, say couple of, Rebecca. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, this episode sponsored by Grammarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Hey, Grammarly, I will happily do an ad for you. You taught me how to say couple of. Okay, so we are at about 10 minutes, and that's usually the allotted time that we give <laughs> for feedback on one submission. And we usually let the writer ask a question or two at the end. So something I'm concerned about is, did anything feel cliche? Um, I think the only thing that came across a little cliche, but not in a, in a like, this is horrible, is that she prefers to flirt with like guards and commoners to nobles, which is totally fine. That's a... That's a good distinction because it tells us what the nobles are like. But I've seen that line about flirting with guards and commoners over nobles enough times that it felt a little cliche for me. It's also essentially the premise behind the, the main character in the, the Netflix show Disenchantment. Like, it's basically she's a princess, but she's not. She doesn't act like one isn't really one. And that's basically how the show starts her off as. Not that that's bad. Like I said, it's just that's the only thing, if I had to pick anything, that felt a little cliche. By the way, don't watch Disenchantment if you don't like irreverent cartoon comedy. Oh, it's like it's like The Simpsons, right? So <laughs> It's like Simpsons and the Futurama, but fantasy. So yeah, I think Futurama, but fantasy. I didn't see a lot of cliche stuff. I feel like... I, I don't think she's there yet, but I think... Diane could become cliche just because she's like the cute, naive little sister, which I think is kind of a common character. But like, I don't, I don't think she's quite cliche yet. But so you watch out for that. I think I'm gonna call it Diane's the bad guy. <laughs> she's too too naive. She's got to be weird and and having having. She's not. She's behind closed doors doing something. Sterling. Every time I write a nice character, Sterling is always suspicious of them. He always thinks they're <laughs> up to something behind the scenes. <laughs> um, I guess that's a spoiler. Diane is actually nice. <laughs> but that is a good prediction. She definitely could be a great villain. It could be a good twist. All right. Well, thank you guys um, for the feedback. And thank you for joining us. Right on and have a good night.